Let's all take a deep breath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In honor of Valentine's Day. Ready? I never had nobody show me all the things that you can show me in a special way I feel when you hold me. We gon' always be together, baby. That's what you told me, and I believe it. I never had nobody do me like you. Now, different kind of girls, oh, kind of seen them all, but ain't none of them at all like you. And I just seen the best of the best, baby. Still, I ain't impressed because ain't none of them at all like you. This is Bow Wow's best time, honestly. Legit. Maybe not best because I loved him when he was little, but fresh as I'm is. And this Ooh, bitch. <laughs> it I was downhill like, from there. I mean, that was the last thing that like was a hit. I feel like all of our girlfriends get to a different type of bad bitch state when fresh as I'm is come on. I feel like every girl oh, yes. that I know that knows that whole verse is like a bomb ass bitch. <laughs> you have to get into it. Like if that you're not comes, giving him, him his flowers for that, you're just not, you don't know music. That comes on every girl's trip doing our makeup. <laughs> God. Our playlist might be obscure and different, but. <laughs> it gets the party started. <laughs> Damn right. That was a great song, Jess. Great Yay. choice. This is a very special episode that we're super excited about because <laughs> it's Valentine's Day week and we get to talk about the fucking Cheetah Girls, <laughs> which is an agenda we're forcing on y'all because we feel like and now everybody the Cheetah Girls is underappreciated. Everybody is exposed. I thought everybody else was a Cheetah Girls fan and then I realized that's not the case at all. I feel like everybody I was shocked at first, but I honestly think that it's good because I feel like people need to be exposed to, to all che- of the greatness. Yes. I can't eat this chip. I was going to eat it. It was going to sound so loud. They hear us eating eating it every other episode, like clanking. Like, let me just pour a little bit more These microphones, they pick up everything. Legit. And then by the time you drink so much, then it's like you can just start like bobbing into the microphone. I'd be like, (laughs) we was passing it all hard, like like a track baton. (laughs) That's how you know. I can't do track. Because I, like, literally would have dropped the baton. We were just talking about how earlier you would have been, like, such a good athlete if you just started training earlier. Yeah, like, like, you could have been really good at volleyball or track or something. See, the thing is, my dad called used to call me Lisa Leslie all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. It's still sometimes. Why? Like, just because I'm tall and chocolate. Oh, yeah. But then he called me at one time when he was dropping me off from school and, like, a teacher recognized it, but they had never seen me in gym class before. Mm-hmm. So they were, they were, they were expecting. They had recently became the women's basketball coach, so she oh. approached me after class and was like, "You should try out." And I was like, "No, you don't understand. <laughs> I should not be trying out for this team." <laughs> she didn't know. Too. And then, like, she like saw me in gym class like a week later, and was just like, "No, don't worry about it. Right. I mean, <laughs> you're not comfortable." Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. It's also because you can't see, so that too. Yeah. The and I can't, like, wear glasses because then I'd be, like, the goggles girl. Who wants to be that? Nope. Welcome to Obscure History That You Never Knew You Needed to Know with Jazz. So today on Obscure History, we are talking about the one and only Broken Bromethus Bromethus. <laughs> We're talking about 3LW because you can't talk about the Gita Girls unless you talk about 3LW. I'm so excited for this one because I've gotten some glimpses 
<laughs> into the history of the Cheetah Girls slash 3LW. And this was so messy. I don't think anyone understands how deep it goes. I should do a poll question. Okay. Um, so we'll start with they were founded by Keely's sister. Keely's sister served as her guardian. Um, and I didn't know they were founded by her. I'm already, I don't, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So all members were kind of handpicked in 3LW as an outlet for Keely's artistry. Like her sister was in the industry and she owned a production company. How old is her sister compared to her? I think she I, has like 15 years on her probably. 10 or 15 years. Where were her parents? We don't know. <laughs> I know. I feel like I should have Googled that. Like that, there's way more to the story. Like why are you being raised by your siblings? But- I don't know. Oh, maybe we can update that later. But also I interpreted it the first time. Like maybe her sister is her mom and they just like don't want to say it. What? You know? No. Like, <laughs> like some weird. Well, you know, like when girls get pregnant really young and then like the family just like shames. Well, And like, okay, okay. Pretends like, like the baby yeah. is their, it's mom yeah. and dad's, but really it's yeah. sisters. That's like four Lifetime movies. Yeah, I mean, if you should have investigated this because it might be maybe something to that. Um, but anyway, her sister was kind of legit because she also managed Joe and Joe to see. So she was kind of like, oh, okay. So she had some some stripes on her belt. Yeah. And Adrian was discovered by Ricky Martin and she was referred to by Ricky Martin. Yeah, she went on tour with him and everything. Wow. <laughs> and so in 2000, the, the group forum, they recorded their first album. And before it released, they did like the typical 90s, early 2000s marketing scheme for Nickelodeon slash Snick um, and went on a show called My Beloved Tyena. I love this clip. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the bathroom. Yes, it's exactly where we should sing this like song, song with the smoke and like the purple lights. It was very. I was like, this is exactly what should be happening. And so, <laughs> looking back on it, sort of strange. For those who don't know, Taina is a show that came on Nick or Cynic and grew up with our generation of mid mid twenties folk. Um. And it was a girl who went to performing arts school in the middle of New York City, which made me really want to move to New York City. It was this show. Exactly. Yeah. And she broke out in song and dance all the time. And um, her best friend and her, Renee, were like goals. And this is like the signature episode off of Taina. If you've ever watched Taina before, you know you can't wait to see your name in lights. you going to appreciate this clip. <laughs> Those girls are the three Ps. Polished. Mm -hmm. Professional. Mm -hmm. Fine. <laughs> They're gonna blow up big time in no time. They seem like stars already. <laughs> Ty, we really need to quit slumming with Lamar and get in with them. <laughs> now what would caviar want with fish sticks? Say player, please. You do or you don't, don't. You will or you won't, won't. No more, no more. Baby, I'm a this do right. This sounds so good, Renee. Baby, I'm a do right. Baby, Baby I'm a do right. Yeah. 
China, China. No, I can't wait to see my name and light its lights. No one's gonna stop me. You see, I okay. Will. So I didn't watch a lot of. <laughs> you were like, okay, I can't. I thought we were just doing the first part, oh, so you went up. I mean, it's okay. I, I I watched Taina, but it's kind of like it came on, like I've said this before, like after a show that I watched and then before another show that I watched, I like took a break during Taina. But I definitely That's saw the exact same thing episode. that you said about Moesha. So but what were you watching? It was the Eas. I just didn't. I didn't. You didn't I, like the Eas? Mm, nope. None of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they went on Taina and their first album released. Um, and of course, we heard the signature "No More" that every black girl did for her school talent show. We were in like third grade when the song came out. For the, for the record, getting different number, the number. Call you yourself, hanging with the fellas, the fellas, hanging with my girls. You always acting jealous and jealous. So the weird thing about Three LW is that I always played Keely's part. Well, when I lost, my that's voice. because she was the lead. But Adrian had a better voice. So. She did. But like Keely did the, the hook on that. But song. I feel like she was only the lead because her family ran the group. Yeah, exactly. She was not the best one. No. She's just the one that we remember still because it was. She funny. had more parts. Yeah. I used to do that rap pretty well, though. Boy in the eighth grade, but you ain't making baby boy. So no one ain't one wait. more chance. When your friends around, you don't want to hold my mm-hmm. hand. And then you see the girls stalling and wilding inside the mix. I'm not the wit, the wit, the five, the six. Yes, I call. So what am I doing? You do or you don't. Wait, okay, wait. So is that why they made her rap? I don't know. I, w- I feel like she got more parts just, yeah, because her family runs a group. She was the one rapping? Yeah. Making sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't Okay, go ahead. And then they came out with Play is Gonna Play, and Notori sang the lead on that one. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, actually, I believed that they were all kind of the lead. They, in 3LW. They mixed up the songs well enough to where I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know about the whole Keely thing until you literally just told me just now. <laughs> Uh, but they ended up touring with uh, Destiny's Child and Nelly. And it was rumored for a little while that Keely was dating Bow Wow, but it wasn't true. Okay. <laughs> it was like, setting the record straight. <laughs> they didn't date. What was this, like 2009? Like 2010? 2003. Three. Oh, I don't know time anymore. <laughs> we were young, yeah, we were I don't know when anything happened. So right before they, well, they, they did really well on their first album, of course, because we all know and love that song. Um, and then they were working on their second album. And right before that release, Notori and Keely like kept getting into it. And things finally came to a head where shit popped off and Notori left the group because they were on some fuck shit. And Notori is the one from Power. Yes. Okay. She's a chocolate girl. So what was Keely doing that was so bad for her to leave a group? Because they were about to like, I feel like they were like, they had a good trajectory going. They compared them to Destiny's Child. Yeah. Everyone at that time was the same level. And I feel like that's when things started to separate out. Like yeah. what was we're your separating management? the Beyonce's from the like. It was management. Nivea's. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. Nivea's story is so sad. Okay. Um, but uh, what food object, what food do you think uh, was involved in their breakup? What <laughs> exactly? What what food do you think was involved? Um, fruit roll ups. Fruit roll ups? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you just I mean, guess a food like oh, I yeah, whatever true. like KFC. 
KFC a chicken. Yeah. Chicken. It was How? a two-piece dinner. I did not leave 3LW. I would never leave 3LW, and I'm here to set the record straight. And what was on the plate that Keely uh, threw at you, and 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 was it real yeah. hot? This is this is crazy because I didn't even touch her, and then she did it in a very cowardly way. Where like, were you? We were in the in the car in an expedition. Okay. And we had stopped to get KFC. You know, I'm getting my food, sitting in the back back seat of the car, okay. eating my food. Michelle starts yelling at me like, you know. You t explain to the fans that you told Wendy Williams and why is Wendy telling our business and this and that and I said I don't have anything to do with it and she said yes you do How you know you're, this is your fault and you know blah 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 How terrible. so then Keelan Adrian come from KFC with their plates right, in right 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 so oh my god <laughs> exactly because from what I understand she was requested to explain, uh, explain to our website moderator what's going on in the group exactly. and then when she went to explain what was really going on in the group she got upset this is this is this a guy named Enso on our website who's okay. the moderator who okay holds it down and basically she said hey you need to tell Chris his name is Chris what's going on in the website you need to tell him what's really going on with the other I said, okay, you want me to tell them stories? So I grabbed the phone and I said, all right, well, basically, they're trying to terminate me from the group. Immediately, Michelle snatches the phone and says, no, Natura, you're ridiculous. Why are you telling him that? Is that what, you know, you're supposed to tell him? I said, I thought you wanted me to tell the truth. But obviously, they're trying to switch it around to protect the 3LW image. Right. So she got upset at me. We're arguing. She's saying, you know what you said. I said, what did I say wrong, Michelle? Okay. So it's you, the management, and the limo driver, the expedition driver. At the time. Okay, so the other girls come out. They, they got see their us arguing. Okay. And Keely actually had a dinner meal, like one of those big dinner plates with mashed potatoes. Yeah, she's 16. She snaps back. Go ahead. <laughs> mashed potatoes. Damn you all for eating Macaroni right and cheese. Ugh. And um, chicken, like, you know, the fried chicken. Yes. So it's in the big, you know, dinner plate. And she steps onto the to car, like the little lever. Yeah, to get, yeah, to get yeah. The car. yeah. And then while we're arguing, me and Michelle, I'm talking to Michelle, and they're like, F you, you know, you calling me all kind of bitches and this, this, and that. And I'm talking, I'm like, yeah, whatever, y'all, trying to ignore them, because that's been going on for at least a week right. while you were on the promo right. tour. Right, right. So right. I say to Michelle, what did I say wrong? And all I know is out of the blue, Keely just is like, F you. And then throws the plate dead in my face, oh, in my eye. My okay. eye was watering. It was yeah, well, you had mashed potatoes and gravy. At mashed potatoes, mashed all over my hair, my face, down my clothes. It was a mess. And right then and there, oh. I was like, I don't have to take this. I don't have to take anybody trying to physically assault me, put me in harm. So I left. But they, they never replaced her, though, right? They did, yeah. Feeling You, you know, on their, like, third or fourth album? No. Okay, they came out with, like, a fourth album. No, it was before they just dropped that bitch and went to two. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, just it was feeling you, and they, they that's when they were signed to Jermaine Dupree. It's a really good song. Okay, maybe it I know came it. Came out in the summer. Every time we talk, every time we touch, you get a rush because I can tell you're really feeling me tonight. You know so many songs that I think so I would have known, but I just don't know. Really Who cares? Because <laughs> I really listen to you. Oh, bitch, mozzarella sticks. And so then um, we all know where uh, Adrian and Keely wound up, but Naturi struggled for a little while and she like went to college and she was like in student loan debt. And she talks about how she like couldn't afford to like get to class and like how she lost her way in the industry a little bit and doubted her abilities. And then she was like, no, like I'm great. So I'm going to play that clip. I had to start at the bottom and work my way back up. 
I went to college. I went to Seton Hall University and, you know, had to get student loans and uh, I had a, a scholarship, actually. It was almost crazy because I remember thinking when I was walking around Seton Hall, people were like, oh, this girl from 3W, she was just on TRL. But yet I had nothing to show for it. I could barely buy myself a car. Um, I just remember feeling like, you know, I was robbed of not just, you know, financially robbed, but I was robbed uh, emotionally and feeling like I was, you know, put in a position where I couldn't pursue my dreams. I felt like somebody literally pulled the rug from under me. And I, and I know that that happens a lot in this business when you're a teenager in the music business and you go through bad management issues. We all go through different things, but it definitely jolted me back to reality. I was like, oh, one minute I was on tour with Destiny's Child on the TRL tour or on, you know, the NSYNC Pop Odyssey tour. And the next minute I was struggling trying to figure out how to pay my way through college. So all that to say is, you know, as quickly as you can go up is as quickly as you can go down and to stay humble. So I, I recognize that nothing is guaranteed. You have to work for everything you have. And I stayed as humble as possible throughout that whole experience. It made me realize, okay, I'm going to work for everything that I get and nobody is going to give me anything. I'm going to have to, to work for it in order to sustain. I didn't see her for a very long time. Like, I feel like when she popped up in power, I was like, is that the girl from 3LW? Because yeah. like, think she's about been missing in action. <laughs> think about while the Cheetah Girls years happened, she was in college. Okay. Watching her old group members get the Cheetah Girls tours. That's fucked up. I know. And they did that. They fucked her over. We didn't like, talk about that, though. Oh, no, not yet. It's kind of like, and then the Cheetah Girls, yay! <laughs> but yeah, they fucked her over, and they were all fucked up. And Adrian just co-signed the whole thing happening. She just well, stood like, there and told her that it was, like, justified for them to be yelling at her and management to be, like, cursing her out. And also, fun fact, Maturi sued them in 2002 because Keely's mom, a.k.a. their manager, a.k.a. Keely's sister, keep in mind, Tried to get Naturi to sleep with someone from the St. Lunatics to get on their tour. What? And she didn't like seal the deal. So she was like harassing her and screaming at her. And that's like. So Keely Williams' sister. No. Yeah. Tried to get Naturi to sleep with one of the St. Lunatics. Yeah. To get on their tour. And she sued them. And she won? Yeah. They settled. Because <gasps> she didn't seal the deal. And Keely's sister kept harassing her. See, the music industry, bro, I can't even like. I feel like some crazy shit happens in the music industry. And I feel like Hollywood's crazy, but they be doing like crazy stuff for like little kids to be successful. It's yeah. like they were kids at the moment, but it was still like I judge Adrian's character. Cause you never forget a bitch when some real file shit happens. Mm-hmm. Like, and she stood there and co-signed it. Like it was like it'd be better if she stood there silently, but she was like, nah, she can scream at you and throw chicken at you. I support but that. But it was 16 years ago. And then went on and did the cheetah rolls with her. Okay. But like you just want the payroll. So yeah, they went they went on to the cheetah girls, which was executive produced by Whitney Houston. Were both of them produced by her? Mm, I don't know. I think just the first one. I don't want to say the second one because Kenny Ortega did the second one for sure. Raven and Adrian didn't get along at all. You know what? I never really would have guessed. I mean, I feel like Raven may have been kind of a diva. Raven's crazy. Yeah, considering what we know about her now and her being a little bit crazy. Yeah. So, 
I don't think she would have. Did she get along with Keely? Mm, kind of. So Adrian got signed to play a recurring role in That's a Raven, and her character was written off because they kept beefing on set. <laughs> I remember her on That's a Raven. Yeah. She was on there for like two seasons. Yeah. And then it was like, Raven did an interview and literally said, yes, it's true that we don't get along. <laughs> there were lots of pat fights behind <laughs> the scenes and things that people just don't see. They think that we all get along, but we just don't. <laughs> I was like, you're literally saying that in interviews? Wow. How did I miss this? It was really kind of depressing. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> you're just like, nah, I didn't like that bitch. <laughs> but we got the bag. And I'm like, <laughs> believing you guys are best friends and the Cheetah Girls are Cheetah Sisters. And, you know, they make that little Mickey they, Mouse shape together they, on Disney Channel. They are They're bonded for life. For life. Wow. <laughs> They hit each other. No friends for life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So plus the Cheetah Girls, we know Adrian dated Rob. He slapped her on camera. Mm -hmm. I still can't believe that he showed that. Like Rob Kardashian slapped Adrian, a Cheetah Girl, on national television. uh, Syndicated national television. Yeah. And they keep playing that Kardashian episode. You can watch it on Hulu where he literally runs back to slap her in the face. I just feel like not enough people talk about that moment, and that's when I, like, have no sympathy for Fat Rob. No, not at all. He's more than troubled. Like, that was like, I was like, what? When I saw that for the first time, I don't even watch the show, but I saw a clip. And it's like, Adrian, been through so much. I'm glad that she left him, and they're not together anymore. And Yeah. All that. And then she went on The Real, where um, she apologized to Naturi to squash the beef, so I'll play that clip. I think it's crazy because when I look at you, I really think about my teen years. We literally grew up together in bunk beds in New Jersey. We did. And I I thank God for the time that I got to actually talk to you. A few years back, we had seen each other at an Us Weekly party. I I remember that. See? Years ago. Years ago, yeah. And we sat down and we talked everything out. And I was able to apologize to you if ever, you know... There was a lot that went on in that time that now looking back is just like, yeah, we were so young and it was crazy. Yeah. And that I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, never meant any harm towards you. Thank and that you. I think you're talented and beautiful. Thank and, you. Yeah. Thank you. No, and that I, we had that moment together privately, you know? Yeah, no, it was, it was crazy because when, you know, going through what I went through yeah. with the group, it wasn't easy. It was a hard time. Yeah. And everything with being a teenager and being criticized. And I went through a time when I didn't really think I could make it. Yeah. And, I'm, mm. and I appreciate your apology because it's just humility. And at the end of the day, we have to love and support each other. Yeah. That's yeah. right. It's not an easy business. Yeah. And we have to uplift particularly young girls. And I think so. looking back, a lot of that was fear. There was so much fear put in us just oh. all around that when we look back, Girl, we're like, I know. It was, oh, exactly. They had me scared. They, they had, had you scared. Hey, you but know, the truth is we were kids yeah. and, you know, the adults in the situation, you know, did what they did. But thank God I'm here. Yes. We're just, you know, moving living, forward. living life and moving yes. forward. I don't know. I think Adrian's a fake ass bitch. Why? <laughs> Why? Because. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now you're on. Your talk show. She didn't come even come on in the first season. It was like Notori was like three seasons into the power, and you finally put her on the reel because you guys saw each other at a Hollywood party and you got to apologize. So she and, finally encountered her, so she had to do something about it. Yeah, and then it was like yeah. you should just come on the show. Like I don't know. I just I just think it says a lot about your character that you saw your bandmate throw fucking chicken in someone's face, and then you're like still like, and then let's do the Cheetah Girls. 
Yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's been a decade or more than that since the chicken wing thing and the cheetah girls thing and all of that. Keely is a, so maybe she's grown since then. I don't really, I don't feel like I like trust Adrian by a lot. No. But. I don't, but I love her so much. It's weird. But I, yeah. <laughs> you love her so much, really? Yeah, I'm like. I like her. She's I'm cool. like bubbles. But mm. she's, I, I just feel like she was too desperate to get married. I didn't follow all of that, but. That was all of her story. Lines. With Rob? Well, even because she had a show with Jaleesa, the, um, you know, the, mm-hmm. yeah. She she dated Maxwell. Did you know that? No, Jaleesa? Yeah. They Whoa. dated for like a year last year. They were claiming each other on social media and everything. What? Yeah. She did Maxwell. I look at Maxwell so differently. I'm like a woman's work. He's full of shit though. Yeah. He's gotta be. He doesn't know. Damn. He doesn't even know a woman's work. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. He doesn't know. That's like his cancelometry read. Or like, I was like, we're, That's all I took. we're That's damaging all I took. everything. Um, <laughs> but uh, Karma went full circle because Keely came out with the sex was spectacular. And if you haven't seen this video, you have to YouTube it. You have to YouTube oh, it. This is my favorite thing on the internet. Oh my God. Last night I was drunk. I don't remember much. But what I do comes in pictures. That's how gone I was. But he was tall and he was buying. So I gave him a trying. Said he was built like a stallion. And that man wasn't lying. Last I remember I was face down. Ass up. Clothes off. Broke off. Dozed off. Even though I'm not sure of his name. He could get it again if he wanted. Cause the sex was spectacular. We watched this video at IMSA way too many times. When you first showed it to me, I was, my entire perception of Keely, I always liked Keely. Like, she was always, like, the cute, bubbly, like, southern one with hot sauce in her purse. And she was kind of like a side character. When I was younger, I liked the side character. Like, the main character. I'd be yeah. like, oh, that's too mainstream. I need to I, like the I side character. I always to be aqua, yeah. Right. Like, I loved Kelly Rowland. And I didn't like, I was like, fuck Beyonce. I love Kelly. And, like, me yeah. Too. Yeah. I still love Kelly. But I was very, like, I don't like the mainstream shit. Yeah. Anyway. I loved her. And then when I saw this, I was like, oh, girl. Uh, you don't have it. It was worse than. You never had it. It was worse than when Christina Aguilera did Dirty. At least hers was hybrid. Okay. I love. <laughs> it's like a bad Dirty. I can't do the intro beat with my mouth, but I want to play it right here. I, I I'm going I'm to play it right here. Need that. Set me up. Sweat until my clothes come off. Those oh run. I love Christina Aguilera. Like when I was little, I honestly would count certain white people as black if I thought that they were black enough. Like I just counted them in our group. Like it was like the like <laughs> it was like I'll trade like so and so, and I'll be like more like Christina Aguilera is black, and JoJo's yeah. black, and yeah. Mariah Carey is black, and like. <laughs> I didn't care what they said. <laughs> um, and so basically, Keely and uh, Dorinda, oh, Sabrina Bryant. Keely and Sabrina are friends. And Sabrina is getting married uh, tomorrow on CS to the Dress. Dorinda? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, she's going to be on CS to the Has Dress. Has she lost her baby weight? No, she's still kind of heavy. And uh, Keely's her maid of honor. 
What? Mm-hmm. So they were all Team Keely. It was like, yeah, uh, she, Sabrina was Keely's maid of honor when she got married. Wow. A few years ago. So they're best friends for real. Yeah. And Raven's friends with that Belinda bitch from the Cheetah Girls too. I bet she is. The bitch that was like trying to I like Belinda, girl. but I feel like they were, I mean. They were in cahoots. Yeah. And that's all I had for Obscure History. I hope you guys enjoyed and learned more that KFC should have rebranded that moment. <laughs> they should make it into a commercial now if they're not already thinking about it. Welcome, Welcome to the girls' room. Ladies, leave your man at home. The club is full of ballers and their pockets full grown. And now you fellas leave your girl with her friends. This is 11:30 and the club is jumping, jumping. This week we have some really special content planned for the girls' room. We have invited. Go ahead, I was excited. <laughs> We've invited um, some of our biggest and most interactive supporters to come turn the fuck up with us and have a cheat delicious time. We're throwing a party. <laughs> and we're going to have everybody put their two cents in on some girls' room activities and some conversations and some topics that we have carefully chosen. Yes. And this um, girls' room segment is also sponsored by John Basil Tequila. Basile. Basile. Damn. Matthew. <laughs> if you're insane. <laughs> or you're Keely Williams. <laughs> Which um, is getting us super late. We're making pomegranate martinis with a little twist of lime. That's my recipe for the... <laughs> yeah, I know. It's popping. Um, and so we hope you'll enjoy these segments. Um, and Did you say martinis or margaritas? You said martinis. Fuck. Those sounded classy, though. We have a margarita, pomegranate margarita, bitch. <laughs> pomegranate margarita, my bad. Um, and um, having a good time. Let's get into this girls' room. This is recording. Hello, guys. It's Miss Tassiana Jure from IG. <laughs> we lit. We lit. Valentine's Day reporting live. Tatiana, how do you feel? I'm feeling great. This margarita is great. I poured some Stella Rose into the mix. Okay. <laughs> You should put some strawberries in that bitch. Oh, bitch. That's a good idea. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're getting started in two minutes. My name is Tatiana. Take a shot Tatiana. It Is that your name? If we don't, if we don't start, we'll never actually start recording. Y'all understand how often we just link up and start to get drunk and don't record anything. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hold on, raise your raise your hand. Okay, Cheetah Girls one or two. Why you liked it and why? I just feel like Strut is so underrated. Like, yeah. Strut is underrated. Okay, so I really enjoy the first Cheetah Girls because it's just the Cheetah Girls, you know? But I do, Strut is the best Cheetah Girls song. That I play that in my head every day when I'm walking down the street. Like, you gotta strut like you mean it, bitch. Like, okay. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. 
No, no. <laughs> Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Girls won. The first Cheetah Girls I will be agree. iconic and will forever be the anthem for girl power. Oh, that's girl point. power, girl power. You yeah, better stand up if you know just who you are. You better stand up if you know just who you are. Never give up. Never give up too far. Girl power, girl power. So that's why I love Cheetah Girls 1. Okay, my favorite Cheetah Girls is Cheetah Girls 2. But Girl Power is my favorite song. So I'm literally in a in limbo here. I don't know. Girl Girl Power is in in and girl. Yeah, and Cheetah Girls 1. So, but Cheetah Girls 2 is my favorite movie. Why? Because like the acting was just a little bit okay. better. The That's songs were a little bit better. It's like they progressed. Everything was better. The people were better. The scenery was better. Everything about Cheetah Girls 2 was better. Okay. No, definitely higher budget. I think Cheetah Girls 1 was where it was at. <laughs> Thank you. Cheetah Girls 1 is definitely where it is. Uh, the music was great. A lot of people don't appreciate Cheetah Sisters like they should. I just feel like it's about black women sticking together, friendship. This is where we are. And that's beautiful. And that's why I like Cheetah Girls 1. Yeah, okay. I appreciate Cheetah Sisters because of my ships. Like, y'all made yeah. me do it. Um, but my favorite, no, no, because how, how many, how many times have we like busted out in that in Cheetah Sisters together? But, um, Cheetah, the first one is my favorite. I just feel like it's a classic. Um, Cheetah Girls 2 was very good. I just, it just doesn't compare to the first one to me. My very favorite song though would probably be Cinderella. Um, because it's all about like be independent you don't need some guy to like save you and all this other thing and then me and my cousins used to sing it and that was just that was our thing so yes don't want to be no 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 one else i'd rather rescue myself okay karaoke karaoke soon come Karaoke soon come. I agree. Shining armor. Nobody's gonna save me. So that's been my whole thing, my entire life. I'm gonna retweet Disa because I feel like that was the first feminist Disney song I heard. I was like, I'm watching Disney Channel, and she's like, "Fuck Cinderella." I was like, "Fuck Cinderella, exactly." Like, I don't want to do that. I was like, okay, so this song is raw, but I do like Cheetah Girls too better. Wow, I do. I just feel like the dynamic was more there was just more between the sisters that happened that was real to me like it's over comes in a close second underrated cheetah girl song oh my gosh i still that song hits me at a certain a deep point in my heart and 
it taught us about the music industry, like low key, like right off the bat. Like Jackal Johnson was like a skeeve, a fuck nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> they wanted them to be the fucking doodle bobs. Like they wanted them to be the doodle bobs. Oh my god! I'm like, no. I'm like, actually, no. Girl power on this bitch. Um. I think my favorite Cheetah Girls song is also Cinderella, but also I like the cover. Well, it was made by I-5 and then it was covered by Play. Does anyone else remember Play? They were really great. They were a Swedish pop band. Okay. Maybe. Were they in Smart House? No, but one of the bitches, had the the main bitch had red hair. I I feel like I remember that. I feel like they were in Smart House. I don't, I don't know in Smart House. Remember in Smart House where the girl had that big like wall of like it was a TV wall? Yeah. Dream was on that. Dream, Dream okay. Yeah. I thought it was okay. He loves me. He loves no that. Okay. Uh, but I <laughs> uh I like Cinderella and then Cheetah Girls too as well. Cause Strut is just yeah. I'm never letting I'm never letting that shit go. I'd be walking on my way to girl work like Strut, like you mean it. We watched it last night, and Dorinda was, was definitely she pregnant. Was pregnant in Cheetah Girls too. There was a bump. There was a bump. She always had a weird body, but she had a bump. Watch it. Watch it. Women go through all these things like bloating and all that stuff. So I try not to be judgmental, especially if people who are on the TV and all this stuff. But when I was looking at it, I'm like, hmm, what is this? No, I just thought she had like something, but she was pregnant. Fat Raven was way nicer in Cheetah Girls 2 than the first one. She was so mean in the first Cheetah Girls. She needed to eat a couple of burgers. She just needed to calm that down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that wardrobe just doesn't know how to dress big girls. No, big facts. They just put like, like okay, tutu, kimono, three shirts, gauchos, like. Cover, cover, cover her. Period. Yeah. yeah. She is a diva. I just diva at feels personally attacked because I do. Yes. When I was a little girl, a quick story. When I was a little girl, we were in Long John Silver's. It was this guy that walked up and he was like, You looks yes with my mother. He was like, Hey, you look mind you, I was like five. He's like you remind me of someone. You look so familiar. And I was just like, oh, here we go. You about to call me Raven Simone again. I know. Because everyone used to be like, you look just like Raven. Because we look we look like Olivia when we, ooh, ooh. When we were when we were younger, when I was younger. So why were you adding Long John Silver? Long John Silver's was a hit. Shut up, Brittany. I'm pissed because obviously I don't eat meat. And Long John Silver's used to have these broccoli and cheese like popper things. Yes. And they were popping. And then they got discontinued. I used to go, when they had the half and half, I used to get these cheese curds from AW because they, they're lit. And then I would get the broccoli things That's from. A lot of cheese. I, I know. I can't help myself. Tati's got to finish the story. And then... How did we, how did we get here? I think, I think.
Did you wear long john slippers and someone caught you? Maybe Simone? Again? But it happened. And it was so exhausting. Oh. I was waiting for You know. Yeah. Okay. Build up. Any more obscure history? Uh, just that uh, you can watch Sabrina Bryan on Say Yes to the Dress tonight because uh, she's getting married and Keely is her maid of honor. And Keely, uh, Sabrina was Keely's maid of honor when she got married like four years ago. So the white girl. <laughs> yeah. Get married and she'll be on Say Yes to the Dress and she wants an Ashley Page dress. Let me see what her body looks like now. It's still bad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Still, in Still bland as hell. <laughs> and that's all I had for obscure history. Okay. So, let's get into these sexual falsehoods and truisms. Do you like that? Truisms. <laughs> so, the first one. The average penis size is 4.2 inches erect. I can believe that. No, it's 5.5. Come on. Votes. False. 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 Can you repeat? Okay. The average penis size is 4.47, 4.2 inches erect. You're right. That's false. You guys are all right. The average erect penis is 5.57. Congratulations, ladies. Okay, the next one. Watching romantic comedies with your significant other may weaken your relationship. True or false? True. True, I believe. I think so. True. 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 False. And they strengthen your relationship. Mm. Romantic comedies. Watching other people's relationships is said to make you talk more about your own relationship and therefore. Build higher expectations is a communication type of thing. Then I can see how that's beneficial. I think watching romantic comedies alone is what gets what gives us high expectations. Okay, next one. You come better slash faster when your feet are warm. True. Yeah. I hate wearing socks. I hate being cold. The clitoris is from, the word clitoris is from the Greek word for lock. True. True. I believe something like that. Everything's from Greek. True. It's actually false. It's for the Greek word for key, not lock. So the key to, yeah. Mm-hmm. The key to, you know, well, to everything, basically. Apples are aphrodisiacs. True or false? Oysters and like green candies. That's all I'm. Yeah, I know. But apples are supposed to be really. I'm gonna say true. False. True. If y'all were keeping account, I'm winning. Next one. Yeah, app. It doesn't. They're not a very sexy fruit. I know. He said apple pie. Candy apples, apple laffy taffy. It's not cute. It's not cute. And then you get like skin stuck in your teeth. It's just not cute. She wants to do it. I 
I want to enjoy my apple in the corner and, and be by myself. <laughs> Where no one's watching me. Yeah. Or, right. <laughs> okay. Yes. Next fact. Both men and women can improve their sexual performance by doing Kegels. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it helps men. men. Kegels. Yeah, men yes. It helps you. It helps you be able not to come prematurely. Building those muscles. It's like those That's urethra. Yeah, it's the it's urethra. Slow. It's like I like it. In. I'm here for it. Up and in. Up and in. Y'all men better start kegeling. That's just important. Because women kegel all the time. the benefit of it for a guy? Make some strength. It makes them be able to hold it back. Mm-hmm. Oh, like you can hold your. I feel like kegeling would be good for go. any urethra. I'm Urethra's saying, right? Like, like women, it's yeah. good for all of that. It's like just strengthening the muscle. It's good for everything, like barbecue sauce. Okay. Women are more likely to cheat on their husbands if they have a larger than average penis size. Women are more likely to cheat on their husbands if they have a big dick? Yes. That's the question. I, yeah, bigger than – yes. They're more likely to cheat if the husband has a large – Too big for them or yes. Yes. Why are y'all so confused? Because right, like, technically, I think it's true. If it's too big, it's just too much for them. It's too much. Well, maybe the husband split the wife or something. I think it's too big. It's too much. I can't handle it. Okay, the answer is true. <laughs> because of the uncomfortability sometimes. They want you to binge. They want to binge you around and shit. Like this, you got too much to be poking me. We're we're limited on the inside. I thought though. I thought though. Like after you had sex with someone for like a long time, your body started to shape around them. Yeah. 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 So you're married. So you've been having. Vaginas are like magical stretching creatures and they come back to, and they stretch it's out. It's still uncomfortable. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So you cheat? I just don't know. I don't know about the cheating part, but understanding wanting to have sex with a regular dick. But I mean, like, I just want a regular penis. Like, for five minutes. I don't know if I want a smaller dick. I think I just want to deal with the pain. I agree. Okay, girl. I want a smaller dick. <laughs> I want one that fits me. I want a smaller dick. I want a dick that fits me. Men are more sub- subconsciously attracted to women when they're ovulating. Maybe. They are. That's true. I was about to say, that, it's like a thing. It's Most like, Americans have an STD. That's true. Most Americans have an STD. Yeah, that's true. I believe that. that is- Even if it's not like a... Like HPV is a big one. Herpes. Look. Oh, Americans spend twenty point fifty seven minutes per week having sex. True or false? Twenty point five seven minutes a week having sex. 
a week? <laughs> 20 minutes a week. Oh, that might be true. What's 20 minutes a week? 20 minutes. Have time that Americans spend having sex. 20 a week? Average, though? Damn near. Not as far. Average? That's true. That's true. Right. Think about all the people, all the married people. People are in like, how many hours y'all have sex? Unless your man is quick. But then again, like, how many people have Right. Think about the people that have not have sex. It's like an average. Like white boys. <laughs> 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 no way. I think it's false. <laughs> Listen, no. That's the global average. The American average is 6.5 minutes a week. So America's problem, America's real problem is bad sex. That's why we're so angry and racist. Bad sex. But that's fucking not understand your what sex life. Yeah, like yeah. what you feel like, what is good for you. They we don't treat understand sex that. Like, shit. We that's treat sex so shit. backwards in this country. It's yeah. like we're all having it, but we don't talk about it. And everyone's like, we're not really upset. Like, like, we should really just talk about it. So everyone's so fucking repressed. Okay, that was Sex for Valentine's Day. Chupa. Cheers, girls. <laughs> what? Che- <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm really drunk. Cheetah girls. What it means to be is feminism and womanism. It's like girls together. We can do anything in this world. Like we can. Thank you. Like we can make it work. I love it. It's the same thing. It's all the same. I love it. And I'm just here for it. That's all I mean. My name is Brittany, and <laughs> what Cheetah Girls means to me is, like my sister said, girl power, girl power. <laughs> Throw your hands up if you know just who you are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's it? Yeah. <laughs> the Cheetah Girls means to me sisterhood. Loving each other, fighting yet getting along, and being together through it all. Sisterhood, right. <clears throat> um, the Cheetah Girls, for me, represented, like, the culmination of, like, sisterhood and sisterhood and feminism but like still wanting, cause they still wanted to have like boyfriends and stuff. So it wasn't like, oh, we can't like anti-relationship or anti this. It was just like being proud of who you are and having sisters and women empowerment, but knowing your worth and being independent on your own. And it was just like, as a young age that really resonated with me, which is why I love Cheetah Girl so much. What the Cheetah Girls mean to me. Um, I think the main principle to take away from the Cheetah Girls is empowerment um, in regards to always being there for one another despite any obstacles that you may face. Because at the end of the day, you are all that you have with each other. So basically just being able to always be there for one another despite what you go through and knowing that your sister is your heart. And that's where you have to end up because nothing can tear you apart. You are sister. <laughs> you stand together. together. <laughs> <laughs>
you guys all said that so beautifully. The Cheetah Girls means all those things. It means chicks before dicks. Hell yeah. Amen to that. And also for me, it meant seeing myself on TV in a new way. Thank you. People that were like all these people that were teenagers being independent in a big city, following their dreams and being black and brown and going through their struggles together. It was like, I've never seen that before. And also I want to move to New York or something and do aerials in the city like during <laughs> <laughs> over potholes. Uh, the Cheetah Girls meant to me seeing someone that was like smart and talented because I always used to identify with Aqua a lot, even though now I realize she's crazy as fuck. So <laughs> that's kind of me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Cheetah Girls meant to me being um, it's the the modern day independent woman, yeah. and um, the the reason why I love being um, African American and in the media. So blackity black, I'm blackity black, and that's it. <laughs> Yay to the Cheetah Girls! Yay, Cheetah Girls! This episode is brought to you in partnership with John Basile Tequila. This tequila is Chicago-based and minority-owned, and the reason that we're currently so lit right now. (laughs) Follow them on IG to figure out where you can purchase your own bottle. And their IG handle is John Basile Tequila, J-O-N-B-A-S-I-L Tequila, and they have a website at the same name, so check them out. Get it. This week, I killed the weak bitch by reaching out to my lifelines oh, and having like so little life chats. Like I called my mom, I called my sister, um, and it's kind of like you know, got some little some TLC from the people I love. That's, That's one way to definitely like relax and get your confidence up. If you're having a kind of rough week, which work was kind of rough. How about you? I went to yoga. (laughs) You used your class pass? Yes, I used my (laughs) class pass. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, I should have gotten the free pass. So now we have to explain it. I forgot. So we we were going to go do a class. Okay. We were supposed to get the class fast free trial together. Together. In my Keely Williams voice. I said I was going to explain it. Are you going to let me? Okay, I got it. You got to explain it. So <laughs> they had a one month free trial for New Year because, you know, New Year, new us. And Jazz was like, okay, get the class pass. She was texting me and I don't really read texts or like answer you them. Text- Hold up. I was- How do you want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. They know I can't. Go ahead. They already know. I can't. I I said I can't text. (laughs) So you do. Okay, yes. She texted me to remind me, yo, we have to get our class passes. So then I signed up and got mine. And then I responded and said, I got mine. And then I found a class and I sent you the class link. (laughs) And I missed like four text messages in a row because I had something. And usually I text in like large. Process. Like lots of back-to-back texts, and that's how we do it. Like but she'll text like six, and I'll text like you know two. six, and then it'll be like two, and then like four. We go. That's how we text. <laughs> but that day, I was particularly busy for some reason, or I was just being me and not answering my phone. And then I brought up like, "Yo, we gotta cancel our class passes before they renew." <laughs> I was like, "Cancel," and she was like, "Cancel." What are you what? talking about? I never even <laughs> downloaded it. <laughs> 
Because you had a class pass, I was like, we can both go on your class pass. You can just use two of your days. Just one for me, one for you. But like, doesn't work that way. No. So I'm going to get a class pass. And, and then I renewed, and then I have $80 worth of classes now. So I went to yoga, and that's so good. That shit's rude. It's really good. I'm there glad were three people out. in the class. So it was a lot of extra tension. That's good. She didn't instruct. I feel like she was trying to like walk around too much. And so then I'm like, what do you mean by doing this move? And it's like all these stances and you're moving so quickly. That's honestly my biggest pet peeve in a workout class. <laughs> when people act like you just supposed to know what she's supposed to be doing. I told her I, it was my first time. And then she still was like, in downward dog. I'm like, you all explain that do, bitch? Was there a manual that I got when I came in here? I did that fucking soul cycle class. And you know how oh, I'm traumatized yeah. behind it. <laughs> You know how traumatizing it was for me. Because all those white girls in there were not telling me how to get these fucking... You have to strap the shoes on your feet. And there's like a, a clip that you have to like push it down and over and like clip it in. And like you spin and it takes your legs with you. And you oh, get fucking no. like, like, a, like a hamster in a wheel and you can't stop on your tracks. And they all knew how to do it. And I didn't know how to do it. And I tried to get out and I was just sitting in a dark room because you know they... They dim the lights oh and they God. put the candles on so you can't see like what the snap is on your foot. You just have to know the motion. God and I didn't damn. know it. And they all left me in the room. Oh, and no. even the girl I came with left me in the room. Damn. And I was so, I didn't know what to do. I was like, fuck so, fuck so cycle forever. Damn. <laughs> so we're not doing any bicycle classes. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah. No, but I didn't like this class because I feel like she kept like calling me out because there's only three people in the class. So she'd be like. And if you can't do it, just go back to downward dog, you know? Just take a break. Take a break. Feel free to take some water, you know? So they Listen knew to your body. The girls knew how to do it. They were Kind like, of. They weren't Because it was a beginner either. yoga class, but I was, like, struggling the most, obviously. Like, and then there was one point, because I know when I work out, I, like, look like, bitch. If you make me do one more <laughs> of these. And she was like, yeah, I've worked out with you. It's not pleasant. No. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm very angry. Like, I used to boycott conditioning on dance team. Like, this is discriminatory. I used to hate girls like you. I used to be like, like, just do it. Like, My body is not so equipped intense. to do it. <laughs> they used to be like 10 stair laps. I used to run out of the gym. To be like, everyone has to wait until so-and-so finishes all her laps. If she takes another minute, y'all have to do two more. And we'd be like, bitch, hurry up. <laughs> And I'd literally be dying. Like, my right rib would just be like, <gasps> like, <I'm laughs> maybe if you ran more, no. this wouldn't be so It doesn't get you. better. If you go through the entire dance season and you don't have stamina. I feel yeah, like I was like, probably was being extra mean to people who could just couldn't do it. But I was like, dang. It was like pacer does. Imagine what those days were like. You suffer enough. They suffer enough. I'm doing a pacer test right now. I can just feel my heart palpitating like i don't know i passed out doing a pacer i never <laughs> wouldn't make it right now and it's like you get gym class was horrifying do 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 like those you like, get like a, a b plus if you did like 80 passes i was like this is death i'm dying and this is a b the day we ran the mile my mile times used to be so fucking long guess 10 Ten and a half minutes. Ten yep. and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Track star. <laughs> Ooh. 
I was very competitive, but I would kill myself. You know, like after you ran the mile, you would just be like dead the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. Just hot, like fucking sweating through your clothes and you can't really focus because you're tired and you should just go home. Gym really should have been at the end of the day. It should have just us should have been us going to a gym and learning how to use a gym. Yep. <sighs> Whatever, niggas. Fuck that shit. Fuck that. No. What class are we going to? Let's do a dance class. Yeah. Dance fitness. That's how we're gonna kill. But them. not Zumba, like not like no. old lady dance fitness. I wanna do some eight counts. Yes, boom cats. Some boom cats. Yes. Since we had a special episode this week, we weren't able to cover all the topics that need covering. So we wanted to give you a quick synopsis about how we feel about this week's events. <laughs> we couldn't fit it into a segment, so we're going to tell you fucking anyway. Right. Because <laughs> we have feelings and you need to know what your feelings <laughs> are. Beep. First of all, fuck everyone who believes any... CPD report and or MAGA report about Jesse Smollett and his attack in Chicago. Whether or not the attack happened, which I don't, the facts are weird, but I'm not like on Twitter like, Jesse Smollett's lying and the CPD didn't say that it wasn't a hoax. It may be a hoax. Like, why are y'all doing that still? Like, why not just support him until you know the facts? This is coming from white racists for the most part that you all, you know, like, and you wouldn't side on with them on anything else. But when it comes to a gay black man, why would two Nigerian dudes put a noose around his neck? Why would he set this up? I just, it doesn't make sense. Like if it doesn't add up, just don't talk about it. Why are you projecting your homophobia on us? We don't want it. Or this is supposed to be short. Go ahead. <laughs> we don't want it. <laughs> uh, fuck Sheck West because we all should fucking believe Justine Sky because anybody that's questioning Justine Sky. First of all, believe women first. That's what we do. Yes. That's the default. Yes. Obviously, facts are important. And she has Obviously, so much evidence proof. is important. But with every proof. other crime and every other situation, we always choose some the victim first. We choose to believe the victim of a murder first. We choose to believe the victim of a beating first. He tweeted at her, show me your bruises. You know that. On top of her. without the evidence, I'm saying, like, we believe women first or victims first. And on top of that, there's tons of evidence to check West is, is abusive. Yes. I'll check West. We can't play Obama anymore. Bummer. But I played it today. I was like, oh, I take it off my playlist. Like yeah. so whack. And he um he has an uncle or a grandfather who's a kingpin. Oh, damn. Who Jay-Z rapped about? I forgot. Perry, Wayne Perry. Wayne Perry. No. Wayne Perry's his granddad or something. So he comes from a crime family. I don't know what that means anymore. Like if they have money from <laughs> that or if they're just all kind of like broke because of it. I don't really know, but damn. Yeah, that's his lineage. So he might just be like, you know, part of some crazy crime family. Fuck Shaq West and his kingpin fan. Fuck Shaq West. Boop. But she died in Shaq West. <laughs> okay. Up next. The Grammys. Quickly. Hey. We didn't watch them, but no. we watched recaps like um, most people do. Yes. The ratings were not that great. Uh, Cardi B won Best Rap Album of the Year. Which was very, very happy. And all the subsequent tweets after from all of the tweets. Tweets. <laughs> the tweets. <laughs> um, uh, after of the other black female rappers that won in the past. So I thought that was really cute. Isn't she the first to win rap album? Solo? Mm, 
Lauren Hill won with the Fuji. She's first to win as a female alone. But what was everybody posting? Because isn't there, she on a thread with like Lil' Kim and shit? I don't know. I don't know if I saw that. But I'm pretty sure that's right. Maybe it and was like, like people that won a Grammy at all. Because they won like best rap songs and other things, but not best rap album of the oh. year. Oh. Yeah. So this is like making history or whatever. People were obviously like, oh, Cardi B shouldn't have won. And, you know, maybe, I mean. Cardi B is a. Honestly, the album wasn't the best album in the world. Like, I didn't listen to all of it regularly. I but feel like her all, all, all songs on that album were above 70%. I feel like she only. Above that one song with. What's, um, what's that ring. one song in the pink? Yeah. Not Ring. The other one where she's like. It was about Offset. And it was like a breakup song. The video's all pink. I don't watch videos anymore. Oh, fuck. Anyway, it was, that wasn't good. There were a few songs that were missed to me. But. Yeah. I, but I feel like more than average, you know, people will release like a 15-track album and I only like three songs. And I feel like I know, Cardi B released like a nine-song album track and I liked six or seven, you know? What were the other albums, though? We can't really get into that. Yeah. We don't have the time. But, um, yeah, either way, congrats to her because no matter who else is competing with her, I know she probably got it because of the clout right now, but I appreciate that she is getting the clout because it's so awesome that she can just kind of be herself. It's like ghetto. She's Dominican and Puerto Rican, something like that, whatever, from Brooklyn, like straight from Brooklyn. And obviously that's what people like her because she's still kind of like raw yeah. and genuine and real, um, even though she can be messy and yeah. homophobic. Yeah. I still stand because it's like, what type of transformation? Like, that's crazy. Stripping to love and hip hop to look. This. Someone from love and hip hop making this type of brand is like unheard nice. of. It's unheard of. Yeah. So, and her and, style team. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank God for Photoshop oh, so we can Photoshop Offset out of all of these pictures. Yeah, well, fuck Offset. Yeah. And his song, I mean, it's not good. Like, it's not good. Migos is falling off, and I'm sad I know. About I'm it. like, you guys kind of have to get back together. But think about it. Migos, like, we've been, they've been pretty consistent since undergrad. Like, I think it's because they all year. wanted to go solo, and now they're. But they're, they're weaker solo. It's like yeah. breaking up the Infinity Stones. Yeah. It's oh. not a good idea. It's like, you got to stay together. Uh, Tamar Braxton, One Big Brother. That's like a, a positive thing. I'm shocked by that, honestly. I won't. Because she's got a stink ass attitude. Yeah. So she got into it in the house with like everybody. I saw clips of her like crying, screaming at people. Like it was a lot. So how'd she win if she was being like herself? And it was a unanimous vote. She won the jury by like a what? unanimous nine for the la- votes. For the, yes. for the last episode? Yes, she won. She won unanimously. She broke a curse because in Big Brother for the 30 seasons, um, the first person who enters the house never wins. So she entered the house first and she won the game. That's like never been done before. It's like been like a Damn. superstitious thing. Like, oh, should I enter the house first? I'm not going to win. She was Remember when you made me that. watch Big Brother two season summers three. ago? Yep. Gee, that's the only time I've ever watched the whole season. And that it's like really good. Shit. I should actually watch the rest of them. It makes you think. It makes you laugh. It takes you on an <laughs> emotional roller coaster. You feel like you're living in the house. Like shit happens, man. I grew up on Big Brother, so I'm really, really passionate about it. And I won't call myself like a Tamar. Yes. <laughs> I won't call myself like a t- uh, a Tamartian, but I do feel what? like- What? I'm not- I said I'm not a Tamar. A Tamartian? Is it, that's her- Yeah, like, that's like maybe That's her yeah. beehive. Yeah, Tamartians. Yeah. I know. It's so tacky. No, I mean, honestly, it'd be good if she was actually, like, talented. But she is talented. I should move on. (laughs) What is a national emergency? (laughs) What is a national emergency? Oh, politics. Um, Trump (laughs) Trump just declared a national emergency. Okay. 
to build, to get more funding for his border wall. So he signed the deal that the Democrats proposed and got through the House and Congress, oh, sorry, the House and Senate, uh, regarding funding for the border wall, which would have been $1.2 million, which was less than his original offer when he was offered during the government shutdown. Oh, so he got God. less than his deal. Um, he's feeling bruised and like, oh, I didn't get my wall the way I want my wall, whatever. So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, he um, so he declared a national emergency. Mitch McConnell announced it the same day that he was going to sign the bill. Jeez. He was like, he's going to sign the bill, but he's still going to declare a national emergency. So wow. <laughs> just think about it. The national emergency is going to probably be fought in the courts, is what they're saying. People are going to sue like the ACLU or whatever, like people that sue. So um, what happens in the meantime if he does that? Honestly, I don't really know. I don't know if the funding – I feel like the funding might be put on hold before the courts settle it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's kind of like a weird thing. I don't know if it's been done before. Like the articles I read didn't really cover if someone's declared a national emergency that's been fought in the courts – um, but this is like obviously not an emergency. So anyone who challenges this this presidential, so as the president, he has power to declare a national emergency. And usually it's for shit like 9-11 or like <laughs> real emergencies, right? Like, you know, so otherwise it's kind of like I can do whatever I want just by declaring a national emergency because I didn't get my way with a border wall. Wow. That's, That's what like he's doing. He's like throwing a tantrum to please his base. So it's kind of a big deal because no one does this shit. I think Obama declared a national emergency for the war on Iraq or something. No, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to mispronounce it, but but it was something just as important as 9-11. It was something serious. So this is going to be the first time this is really debated in courts, um, and I'm sure they'll stop it somehow because it's just not legal, and hopefully he'll get arrested before then. But. We'll you honestly you think posted. he's going to get arrested? No, not really. So why do we care? Well, we care because it's shifting the power that a president can have. If the courts do decide that he can declare a national emergency and this is okay, then presidential power is expanded beyond what we want it to be. There's not a balance of power. Damn. Um, I'm just saying it doesn't matter as much because I don't think it's probably going to happen. It may, you know breeze over like every major thing does in this administration but if it does pan out the way he wants to pan out presidents are basically dictators damn yeah <laughs> is that the last thing that we had yes so on that note thank you for joining us for our galentine's day, day episode she delicious or not a Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram at 168podcast. Watch our stories and comment on what we should talk about next week. Thanks for your support. See you next week. Break it down, that's the way we do it now. All together, raise your hands, time to go.